Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Kismet or not, Holden? I know you love the word kismet. But Have we- I complained about that word? I've complained about so many things on this podcast. I don't even know what Have I like or dislike Have you not complained about anymore. kismet before? Because I feel like you hate kismet. I, I don't like the word dongle. I've talked about hate, that. Well, I hate to shove my dongle at you. <laughs> Both. <laughs> However, I got a shout out for later on, but spoiler alert, I'm going to start with the song for Mared, whose birthday is coming up soon, because your twin says happy birthday, but also they say, oh, well, I guess it would be nice. It's kind of creepy because it's her sister. Ugh. If I could touch your body, Ugh. I know not everybody has got a body like you. <laughs> yeah. But I think twice. Well, aren't they twins? They do have a body I like you. give my This is just like last twins. week. They're twins. They do have a body like you. This song is so counter to situation. But I need some time off from that emotion. Time to pick my heart back off the floor. Ooh, oh, baby, when when that love comes down without devotion, well, it takes a strong man, baby, but I'm showing you the door. Yeah, you gotta have faith. You gotta have faith. Um, that is for Mared because they both decided that um. They are going to, they have a gentleman's agreement that whoever dies first will have it played at their funeral. <laughs> and I think that it's great. And I immediately fell in love with that. And I was like, what do I want played at my funeral? And this is how we're starting the episode today. Number one, happy 30th birthday to both Maraid and Chloe, but also number two, not Dookies. What song do I need to play at both of your guys' funerals? I already know the answer to this. Hit me. A Wildest Dreams, Taylor Swift. Wow, yeah. Wildest Dreams. I have proclaimed this multiple times, actually. I don't know if I've just probably haven't done it on page seven, but yes, Wildest Dreams. Say you'll remember me standing in a nice dress and in the sunset. Oh, babe. yeah, that's a Red nice lips song. and rosy cheeks. Wow. Even if it's just I don't know if I've ever thought of you like that before. Wildest <laughs> Dreams. Uh, uh, <laughs> Wow, the streets. I gotta write this down. I feel like I have to write this down so that I know for the future. MJ, you got one? Man, now all I can think of because of that fucking emotional gum commercial, I want (laughs) Celine Dion's It's All Coming Back to Me. But that's just because I cried at a gum commercial that Jackie texted us. We have to explain this 
gum commercial that came in from Jackie. This is the first thing I saw this morning in bed, slightly hungover, is this fucking gum commercial about people learning to step outside and love again. I was already crying because of a children's book, and then I watched this, and I was just like, (laughs) I want to give thanks to Maureen. Maureen, who sent in this extra gum commercial that's like more of like a film, and it's essentially taking the sentiment of the streets will run white with cum, but slap some gum in there. It's our commercial. It's (laughs) our commercial with Celine Dion playing. Yeah. With that's the thing, I yeah. and and I don't know if I've ex- explained to you, Jackie, the extent to which your yacht yacht, yacht rock and smooth grooves playlist <gasps> got you. me through the very hard times that were last summer, extremely hard. And I, I love you, MJ. I love you too. And I got such a emotional relationship with Saint Elmo's Fire, and <laughs> it's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me. It's not even a funeral song, but it's very emotional, and I it's going to be a power ballad is the point. I don't know if it's going to be it's going to be something you sing along at the bar is going to be what's played at the funeral. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, but I don't know what. I think I have to do, see, my problem is I've only seen, I'm going to preface this with, I love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've only seen a couple of episodes, and that's because old me sees it and I get filled with such rage because I not only want to be in it, but I want to write for it and I want to be them and I want to date all of them. (laughs) There's one episode that I think it's when Charlie fakes his own death and they play Wanted Dead or Alive by Bon Jovi and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I laughed so hard and I think it would be really great. I'm a cowboy, (laughs) I'm a steel horse I ride, I'm wanted, wanted. And I wish that... What I want, I want my body to pop up and for me, to, my mouth to open and go, la, 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 and then just clip it, dead or alive. We take that clip and then bam. Save it. Yes, save, save it. it. Archive it. We'll, <laughs> hold it. I'm going to put you in charge of that when Jackie dies. You You're the it. one who's going to have to go back and find yeah, it. You got to clip dead it. Dead or alive. Yeah, you guys can sing it too. I want Yeah, then we should each it. sing it out of your mouth. Yes. And then at the end, I'll go, well, I guess she was wanted dead. <laughs> and then everyone will go, boo, boo. <laughs> fuck you guys. Then I'll be like, fuck all y'all. I'm the king of these funerals. I'm the king of this shit. Y'all ain't shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is going to be the funeral to remember. <laughs> and I'm definitely going to do the same relay race that I was forced to partake in at the baby shower. Where they're gonna, I'm going to make people spin around a bat. And then smoke a joint while putting together a letter puzzle. MJ, did we ever tell you about the uh, the <laughs> relay race we forced the daddies to do with the baby show? No, it sounds like some terrible, terrible things. I do not like that game where you have to spin around the bat. I won't play it. Yeah, and then you had to, I had to run around cones after that, singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> then... I had to pick up a Nerf gun and shoot like a little, little target over. toy off of a little doll thing. That was after you had to put on the oven mitts and put the diapy on that the baby the doll. That was the most BS. That made the whole thing illegit. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Like We're great. It was like if anybody had actually tried to put on these lobster claws and actually put this on at a slow pace, not in a race, they would have realized, oh... This is too much. There's no way you're going to be able to put on these giant plastic. We knew you were going to give up, all right? And then uh, I had to put, yes. And then you had to smoke a joint while putting an upside down uh, letter puzzle together. You're welcome. And then like blocks and (laughs) slots puzzle. And then put on a vest filled with water balloons and run through a gauntlet of people hitting you with uh, those uh, tubes for the pool. The pool noodles, Oh, that's fun. Pool noodles. And then set off, like hit this uh, 
rocket thing that shoots up in the air. It was and great. Rocket. That sounds great. And also, while this was happening, the audience was given more water balloons to throw at them while they were. Yes. <laughs> it was brutal. And because I don't know how to throw a baby shower. And we were put in charge of this triple baby shower. It was like, well, I don't want any poopy in the diapy games. You guys killed it. Yeah. I was going to say... I, I can't believe you'd miss the opportunity to do poopy in the diaper games, given how much you love oh. poop jokes. <laughs> I thank you for that. And also, you know what? Another big tip I want to throw out to people. Skip the opening presents in front of everybody part. Yes. Yeah, fuck that. We had such a great time opening the presents in our air-conditioned apartment, yeah. like Without with nice music playing. Because then you don't have to do the thing. And I think, I don't, have I talked about this on the show? Well, you don't have to do the thing. I think I've talk, complained about my how my family opens gifts on Christmas. <laughs> you don't have to do the thing where you go, oh, 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 oh. I've been needing this. Yeah, sometimes you mean it. Sometimes you're like, oh, this is fucking awesome. But then half the time you're like, wow, a bottle for the baby. <laughs> oh, my for some reason we have to do that thing with our voice yeah it's so annoying a lot of baby showers they make like a throne for the pregnant person to sit in and uh, everyone has we to had like thrones. you guys had thrones worship around them the daddies had thrones or all the parents no the no, no, the, 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 the mommies had thrones okay but but like it wasn't like a. Th- we didn't do what you're just desc- keep going MJ we didn't do what you're describing <laughs> yeah well the th- obviously the, 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 the pregnant people need a place to sit so that's the throne in that sense is good but yes. I even as a pregnant person, I wanted to sit all the time, but the idea of just sitting in a chair and having everyone stare at me is, yeah. in that, is like, despite being, obviously, I'm a attention-seeking person, but that particular, having to sit and not be able to move my body and just having everyone look at me expectantly, like, do you like it? Do you like it? It's like, please don't <laughs> make me do that. So, at all. Yeah. It was already weird enough with the wedding, but I accepted it, you know, the whole part where you're just sort of like weirdly on display. At least you guys are in it together. Yeah. In a wedding, like you have, like that's, I feel like that is part, like, part of the partnership of like, we can get through this together. Yeah, exactly. And then we can get through anything. Yeah. Or we, you know, I, it, it's, a, it's, it's an opportunity for you guys, and I kind of saw this with like Henry and Natalie's wedding. It's like an opportunity for you to just like be the master of the house and be elegant yes. and like you got my be the MG. thing, you, you know? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had been fast enough to do the next line. <laughs> are we quoting Lamez over here? Oh, Is that what's happening? Oh, maybe. <laughs> are we are we ever not? No, I it's cool. Totally and I think that vibe is cool to be like, I receive all of your looks graciously, and I am, you know, beyond it. And I'm not nervous right now. I'm handling this marvelously. I think that's a cool, you know, vibe if you can if you can pull it off. Well, because on your wedding day, you're like, you've chosen what you wear, you yeah. feel really good. You've probably spent at least a couple of weeks leading up to it being like, I'm gonna get a haircut I like. Right. Maybe I've been exercising. You feel like you're like, this is the coolest I'll ever look. The coolest I've ever looked was on my wedding day. When you're pregnant, you just feel like shit yeah. every <laughs> second of every day. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, stop looking at me. Stop looking at the shell of what I once was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And everyone yeah. feels like they can comment on it. Everyone's like, oh, look at your leg. And they all want to touch it. Yeah, they all want to touch it. They want to touch it. They want to make predictions. Your hands got bigger yeah. even. Oh my it's God. amazing. Yeah. Stop looking at me. <laughs> God, I had some hot dogs over there. Oh well, you God. know where I didn't have any hot dogs either, Jackie? Motherfucking 4th of July. Dude, I didn't have a burger either. 
Pizza showed up and I thanked them and I loved the party I went to. I want to preface all my complaining <laughs> with. Whoa, I had complaining a great time though. at this party just in case someone hears me complaining right now about not having. But I will say I was a little sad. I even took myself to Five Guys after I got back to burger myself. Good for you. Because I was like, I need a burger. It's fourth. And I feel like I shouldn't even say this because it is hot dog season. But I need to let you guys know that Eric Mittendahl, yes, the head of NAMI, the North American Meat Institute, <laughs> sent me an email because what? guess what is back? Ba-ba-da-ba! The official hot dog ambassadorship! It has he sent you back. an email? He sent me an email personally asking me to submit. What? Oh. So, yeah. So na- he reached out to you personally? He reached out to me. Well, maybe it was a, a big email, but he <laughs> did include me in the email <laughs> to apply this year. Awesome. And it is due next week, so this is a call to put out because I have to write a one-page essay, but also I can include any pictures or content that I want. So if you have ever made something of me for me when it comes to hot dogs, please tag me in it again and I will give you big ups in my submission packet because I got to show that I need this. I have to get another I love hot dogs wristband. Or else what am I going to do with my life? Man. That's literally what I win. And you get, you know, definitely, the, I, I think get a picture of your tattoo, but you know what? I'm going to say two words right now to you that's going to fucking blow your mind. Too small. I'm thinking big back piece. We need to get you for this. Okay. Ben Affleck style. Great. Yeah. Like a hot dog rising from the ashes. Yes. Or yeah, a hot oh dog my like God, coming out of your like butthole. Yeah. A hot dog coming out of your butthole. Yes. And it's like, I love it. I love it in the rear or yes. something like that. You know what I, I mean? am a byproduct that rises from the ashes. And that's what it will say <laughs> across the top of my shoulders. But the bottom should say, I like it in the rear. Of course. No, that'll be across my ass. But I, I kind of also would love to have. Have me writing said hot dog from the ashes into its full glory. And the dog hot dog's just like, it has arms and it can be like clawing its way like out of your butthole. Yeah, oh yeah. Once you get in there, man, you need help. Like, we gotta strap its way out. I watch alone. I know how people get up trees with straps. And so I'm very, very excited. Wow. And so I've got to get my essay written and I'm nervous because I feel like Nami's not gonna get me yeah but maybe they will you know i admire you for trying again you know you gotta try do you guys want to hear my platform do you want to hear my platform yes i'd like to hear your platform i want mayo to finally be considered a condiment that is a normal condiment on both a burger and a hot dog or a sausage. Hey, I think you should thank old Dave Thomas over there at Wendy's for making the mayo burger s- standard at this point. I'll I, never thank you. I, I think the burger is less the fight, but <laughs> definitely hot dogs. Hot dogs, definitely, I think you can make this a uh, 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 platform about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You need a sliding. I don't know how I feel, though, about it. I need a lubricant. If I'm going to get in there, you know how, like, on the 4th of July, when you don't, they, like, the, the people all eating the hot dogs, they put the bun in the water so they can mash it down their throat holes. But I just need a slick a loop. Whoop. Right back in. Slick. Yeah, man. Slick it down. MJ, the look on your face <laughs> is, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it's disgusted. I think that it's perfect. And um, I appreciate your support. It's like the Oprah meme, like, are you disgusted or is it disgusting? Whoa. You know, I'm. Oh, yeah. I, I just, uh, I do like, I have, my children eat hot dogs and 
Um, I keep seeing these things from like kid food, how to feed your kids food things, blogs on Instagram that are like, it's okay if you feed your children chicken nuggets and hot dogs. Sometimes that doesn't make you a bad parent. And I'm like, I literally consider it a win. If they, <laughs> like I consider myself an especially good parent if they eat a hot dog or a chicken nugget because Aww. they don't eat anything. Wow. Namesake. Like, so I think that hot dogging is great parenting. And the fact that everyone's like, it's okay if you do it. I'm like, yeah, of course it's okay. It's great. <laughs> Gotta get food in them. It's I great. also love that you, you posted about this like animal shaped food thing and how you now understand what why people join cults because you <laughs> love these ladies on in, these mothers on Instagram is why you understand Scientology now. Yes, when if a mother explain, <laughs> I gotta hear this. There's a mom food blogger like who's like here's how to help your children eat food uh, on Instagram that I follow and love and I think that she's normal. But like there might be some. Some you know. Oh, she said the N word like <laughs> no. four times. Um, yeah, I'm sure she said it like four times. I just know. Unrelatedly, a different mom that I follow and admire. It took me until this weekend to realize she's extremely Mormon. I don't know why it took me so long. Whoa. She has so many kids. She's from a family with so many kids. And then this weekend, she was like, "We always celebrate Fourth of July in Park City, Utah, one of my two favorite cities in Utah." And then it just like slowly dawned on me. Uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, they're Mormon." <laughs> Stephanie Meyer called. All right. <laughs> the food blogger thing is that, uh, you know, there's like all these food bloggers that are like, use little cookie cutters to cut your kids' bell peppers into the shape of a star. And I've always been like, hey, I'm not going to do that. Fuck those guys. And like, buy little, these little food picks. It's like a little, it looks like a fucking hairpin, but it has a little elephant on it and it's like a fork. And your kids might eat more with it. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. And then I did it and my kids just used it to eat everything. Like in a way they've never, ever have before. And one of my kids eats, one of them doesn't. And so the one who doesn't eat ate everything. And now I was like, I'll do whatever you tell me. I will literally worship at your cult. I'm a part of your cult now. Uh, If you are a person on Instagram who makes parenting look very easy, I am your cult member and I will do anything. I'll follow you to hell. (laughs) I'll do absolutely whatever you tell me. I get it. Why do you think we love Barefoot Contessa? Do you think I'm ever going to live in the Hamptons and provide classy dinners for people yeah no it is but it's fun to watch yeah i'm already planning the pioneer woman macaroni salad i'm gonna make on my vacation next week. oh my god get the hell out (laughs) of here mj go enjoy a vacay you deserve it go have a don't worry we're still we're still gonna be working but you get to work on your vacation and that is the most fun part about what we do (laughs) i and i it's a you know the the face i was making before it's a i'm I'm not anti-mayo but I don't want it to lubricate the food as it goes down my throat. That's too much mayo. I understand. Look, I think I think what, what I think the difference is you're not slopping it on like you might like mustard. I think it's we're talking about a nice little dabble do you on each side of the bun, a swipe, exactly. right? You just got to get a swipe in there, really? and especially as we were just talking, I just signed the petition <laughs> that Heinz started of starting to put the equal number of hot dogs and buns in packages. Yeah, they started a petition, and it's funny because. What is that? This I re- I will oh like Father of the Bride is one of my family's favorite movies. It is one, another one of those we've all seen a hundred thousand times. I love Father of the Bride so much. 
where he's t- when he's finally Steve Martin has a mental breakdown yep. and he's screaming about how there's too many buns in the packages. <laughs> so he starts taking the extra buns out. He's like, why would I pay for these when there's not enough hot dogs? I don't need these buns. And he's just having like a mental breakdown. I think about it a lot. I need to watch right, that. What do you do with the extra buns? Sometimes. Oh, it holds up. You just have to buy more hot dogs. Yeah, yes, exactly. but, but then, then you have the too cycle many hot continues. Dogs. Yes, but then what are we doing? What now? It's some weird Rube Goldman machine or whatever the <laughs> name of the machine is. We're like we're just con- we're just on autopilot, just constantly in this cyclical. It's not a Rube Goldberg machine, actually. That's like mousetrap, right? I'm talking about something else. By the way, I hate those videos. Can we get those off of Reddit? Those things where it's like, look at this one, and they try to do like a mousetrap style thing, like the board game mousetrap, but it never ends. And I'm just sitting there watching this ball like slowly move through this dumb fuck obstacle course and I'm like when will it end oh I like those I just need the video to end but it always goes too long it's always like but look how long it goes like no dude I need the completion feeling of it finishing, but this is like a five minute long fucking video of a ball moving through <laughs> you its got, face. You're getting blue balls for mouse traps? Wait. I am getting blue balls for mouse traps. <laughs> we have to talk about blue balls. Oh what, a seg- what a segue. Too hot. <laughs> Are you talking too about too hot handles? Yes. Dude, I, I haven't watched the like reunion app that I guess just dropped, oh, but I, I we did finish it. the series proper I'm last one night. One episode away, so no spoilers no will spoilers. be coming. No spoilers. No spoilers. Is it a spoiler to be like, there's a winner, which is like, what? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess I mean? forgot. I didn't, because of the first two out to handle happened in the emotional despair depths of quarantine, <laughs> I remember nothing about I remember it. Nothing. I remember loving it. They all walked away with like nothing. It was kind of hilarious. It was like, why did you all do this? You all walked away with like two grand, which I guess is still a lot of money, but maybe not worth it. I mean, I guess it's worth it to... Uh, lay at a nice resort and you know but the part you know, I don't know it just felt so weird like it was like they really I love this kind of a project because I don't think they even know what the fuck they're doing until they just make like last minute decisions like I think literally they got to like this episode and we're like everybody paired off this is perfect okay there's gonna be a winner <laughs> one person's just gonna win it like up. what yes. <laughs> I will say, Juwanda Handel is so fucking funny. It is all of it, but so dumb. It does make so much sense that it's not. I thought they were just there for two weeks. They're not. They're there for a month, and so they cut down that all of that footage. Wow, it was like that. that does make more sense of why they are as connected as they are. Right. Rather than, because I thought it was just like a week and a half, you know? Right. My thing about reality shows now is that I actually totally get it. Like, I used to be watch reality shows and be like, whatever, you've known it for like four days. But we all know like the summer camp phenomenon uh-huh. where if you spend, if you or if you've ever been on a retreat. With no phones, no television, you have nothing to There's do so but much get bonding. to know them. Yeah, yeah. you bond yeah. so hard, and I feel like that can be real. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm like, I actually think that part of reality shows is kind of like interesting and fun. But, but Cam, poor, big, toothy, you know, doofy Cam, had such blue balls from the, he's such a horny he's so, he's so medically horny, horny yeah. that so he got horny. he had to go to the doctor for his blue balls because he hadn't come in a couple of days epididymal hypertension I'm gonna say this right now as a ball haver I've experienced this okay it's fucking insane what really? does it like, feel like if yeah. you don't mind me asking Hell is. It, you just feel so like I mean, it's hard because I would actually liken it to getting kicked in the balls. Okay. So maybe actually like when you have you ever been punched in the tit? Yeah, but I feel like it doesn't doesn't like have it doesn't make your whole body kind of have it. Like it's just like a 
It's just like a horrible pain in like your gut uh-huh. and like the gut. Uh, so maybe you. it's like a, almost like a cramp. I wonder if it's more yeah, like that. Maybe it's like a cramp. Side. Yeah, yeah. Um. Wait, have I talked about this on the show? Did you, I, I feel like I keep saying that, that on this blue particular episode. That I got blue. No, no, no. I was going to say <laughs> there's a video again to bring up Reddit. There was a video on Reddit where they had this like patch that simulates cramps and contractions too right yeah and and so they would have the guys wear this like like electrode patch and you just watch them like writhing and like freaking out and then it would cut to a girl and then it would cut to a like a lady getting the patches and she's just standing there like what the fuck is this nothing what are you talking about and just sitting there like totally fine then it would cut to a different dude like big dudes you know what i mean and they're just like crying and like this is horrible and then it would cut to another lady and she's just like uh, do you want to turn this up? Like, this isn't doing it. Like, she's just standing there, like, no effect Whoa, whatsoever. They, it really does give you a lot of perspective on labor how fucking simulators. horrendous. You can yeah, purchase yeah. a labor simulator. I mean, I think guys maybe need to feel this a little bit sometimes. Understand what y'all go. Hold on. You should purchase through. a labor simulator and then do it while Lexi is in labor, just so <laughs> that you could also demand a lot of attention. <laughs> because I want to steal her shine a little bit. Be like, I need uh, that. I need but yeah when when it comes to blue balls i mean it is a it, it will not go away it is a horrific feeling and it'll last yeah just for hours and it's just like uh and you just feel it and it's one of those things like you know you have lower back pain but like you feel it in your leg it's like one of those where like it's the balls, but it's like coursing through <laughs> other parts of your body. You're just like oh my in God. so much pain. I'm yeah. watching some of these videos right now, and it's just <laughs> I'm watching them on silent, and it's just men holding onto the side of a table, just like <laughs> <laughs> screaming. The subtitle just said, "Make it stop! Take it off! Make it stop! Take it off!" Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day, or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. So funny. Maybe I should get one and just like do it for a stream or something like that. I do feel like Lexi might really enjoy it. (laughs) I honestly, especially if she has her hand on the dial and gets to like, you know, yeah, exactly. That's the problem with her though. She's too sweet. (laughs) She's too kind. I'll do it to you. I'll do it to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give it to the work wife. She doesn't give a fuck. Take care of it. I'll make them feel. So, so I I know that I've heard about, you know, obviously, I, I think that. Many people who make out with boys hear about blue balls fairly early on because the boys will be like, "You're not oh, fucking." If you don't let me, come uh-huh. on, I'll get blue balls. But that's ridiculous, by the way. It's not. Um, it's a livable issue. Yes. Except for Ca- old Cam. Except yeah, for had to Cam had it, like, it so drained. bad. <laughs> well, Cam's so dumb though. I feel like you get blue balls once. You're like, all right, I'm gonna stop like doing this. 
But I think he probably got blue balls. Was like, you know, well, I should keep all humping her as well. I should do. I'll keep all humping her humping tomorrow. You know uh, what I mean? This is the thing about like, people on Too Hot to Handle are so horny. Imagine being so horny that you'd rather give yourself repetitive blue balls over and over. Like, if I knew I couldn't, like, make, like, if I knew I couldn't do anything with somebody, why would I go start grinding on him to only to be like, oh, I guess I can't, you know? Like, it reminds me, that's what I think I love about the show is it reminds me of a horniness time period in my life where you're so irrational, it just doesn't matter. Like, you're just so horny. You're like humping mattresses right. and you're creating vaginas out of like household appliances <laughs> and fruit. You know what I mean? Like, no, there's no bounds to the horniness. And and I live through it a little bit because I'm older now. My libido has definitely gone down uh, from what it used to be. And so I just revel in these this Midsummer Night's Dream that is too hot <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, it's so sweet that you guys are so horny. I got it. But this is my thing. And you know what? It, go listen to Talking TV that I did with uh, Lexi this week uh, if you really want to hear the full rant on this because I think I went off on this for like 20 minutes. At one point, they even make the joke. They're like, if we didn't do it like this, it would be a porno. And I have this to say right now. Pornhub, X videos, I don't care who it is. Sell it to HBO, sell it to like one of those places. Obviously, you're not gonna be able to do it at Disney Plus, but I wanna see that show where all you're doing is trying to make people lose money by making them as horny as possible until they start do fucking each other. And also, I want for like two guys to be off on like a bro hang and the green lights go off. Yes, and thank it's not you. earned. Yes. Put the green, make the green lights go off in like crazy situations where there's like, let, you know, where, where everyone's fucking hooking up with everyone because they have to. Yes. The green, and, and and also, even when uh, the green light goes off on the show, I just want to see the people immediately take their pants off and just start fucking going to town on each other's genitals. Yes. That's what it would like. That's what it would be in a real situation. Like if the green wristband went off, we wouldn't just make out for a while. Like they would make out and the green light would still be on and they would like stop making out. And yeah. I'm like, suck that guy's dick. <laughs> it's the only time you can do it. Like fucking suck, you know, eat her pussy right. Like I actually it now. think, Holden, I've been starting to watch Are You the One? And I think that you might be into that. Okay. Pair up. It's more people. lascivious. And it's after like they do a bunch of like tests, quote unquote, to pair up people in a house. And then they like essentially start switching off. It's in the same kind of setup as a too hot to handle, but they gotta keep fucking. Yeah. So they're like, no, I'm gonna go fuck this one now. Okay. And, they, and it's also a lot more like, there are a lot more queer people in it and it is a lot more of a like, you look good, I don't give a shit, I'm gonna go have sex with you and then they go have sex. The morality and the like attempt to find a deeper meaning in the show is where I start going like, I like it because it's so stupid and it's just so ridiculous <laughs> like the, the the journey that they're making these like hot idiots go on uh, and like finding like more truth and honesty in themselves and blah 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 and, and like it's funny and it's stupid. Well I'm not gonna give away what happens Yeah, yeah. Well this is, John and I spent about 45 minutes on our show Radio Dispatch talking about this and it was a politics show <laughs> because it is like well it's the fourth of july there's not a whole lot <laughs> there's not a lot going on anywhere but like it is so puritanical to be like only the only meaning that you can ever you are a shallow person and you have a shallow relationship if you fuck like you can only achieve meaning by like withholding your desire it's very very old-fashioned yeah, yeah. it's very old-fashioned especially because it's like they lose money for kissing, but it's like, 
How are they going to find out if they're at all compatible without even a kiss? And they can't even masturbate. Like, what the- The kissing is what established, like, if you notice, every single couple, uh, at least one single kiss is what establishes their bond. Yeah. So you're weirdly, like, punishing them for doing the thing that they you actually want them to do. 100%. I think kissing, like, if I were to write the rules, I'd be like, you get, like, one kiss a day or something because it doesn't even make any, that part doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's so weirdly puritanical. I want the porno version. I want the full on like feathers are popping out of holes and like tickling people's genitals yeah. and stuff. You know what I mean? Like like there's just stuff going on like constantly to make them horny. There's just, you know, porn on every TV blurred <laughs> out. Like it's just everything around them. It's the psychological just shit show uh, uh, for these people. And they're just coming in their pants. You know what I mean? They're coming despite themselves Everybody's in ridiculous coming. ways. Everyone's like shooting. Like, you know what I mean? They're like, we bring them to the point where they... No hands are just coming. Streets run white with gum, baby. (laughs) I just want to see it so bad. And obviously the world is so horny because then there are times, and plus it is a holiday weekend, then you have the New York Post putting out articles like the top 20 cities for cheating in the United States. (laughs) I'm surprised LA is not on there. The horny cheater cheater website, Ashley Madison, uh, made this. They're the source for the top 20 cities, and incredibly, I had to read it like three times. New York City, not anywhere on the list. I don't understand. Or LA. All right. I don't get that at all. I don't understand, and please, maybe one of you guys can explain it to me. Ashley Madison, it is a it is a site that is supposed to be made so that you can go on and find other people to cheat with. And I assume that you can also go on as someone that wants to cheat with someone else. No king shaming whatsoever, but I don't understand why they have it if you're just going to get caught, or is that part of the point? Can't you just also cheat on Tinder? And you can cheat on Bumble, and you can cheat on almost anything else. Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's like J-Date, right? Ugh. It's like, I want to go somewhere where just Jewish people convert. are. Always willing Ashley to Ashley Madison everybody. is, I just want to go to a place where everybody's t- terrible. Yeah. And, and immoral. I think that's right. Yeah, these other places you'd have to like trick them. Whereas here, it's like, yeah, I'm here to cheat on my wife. Uh, <laughs> what do we got? Oh, Tif- Tiffany, sure, whatever. What You're into fruit. Let's do this. Also, I think that Ashley Madison actually predates most of the online dating because I remember watching an Oprah episode about oh, wow. Ashley Madison Whoa. in like 2012 or something. Maybe it doesn't predate like OkCupid and some of the other like online dating sites that certainly like, you know, queer people were using online dating like, like, you know, long, you know, for a a long time before like Tinder and stuff. But like, I think that Ashley Madison was like a fairly early on in the uh, internet dating world. And it was like, yeah, and it's all, it's branding is all like, ooh, what what if you're a sophisticated cheater? You know what I mean? And then cut to Josh Duggar. (laughs) And how could you ever use a dating site that infamous disgusting reality star pedophile Josh Duggar uses. Like, how could you go on there and be like, oh, that's a man I can trust. I'm going to use this fucking, this app. Did we just talk about the depths of a horny man? The, 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 the sheer depths that they can get to. Although you say that, but according to Dr. Tammy Nelson in this doctor in this post article, the author of When You're the One Who Cheats, <laughs> it is women who are, quote, better at multitasking, and according to this study, maybe better at cheating. So, um, huh. 
I, that is such a weird thing to say. Damn, that woman could bake a cake and <laughs> yeah. cheat on her husband. Wow. I'm, yeah, I'm giving blowies <laughs> and fucking flipping time. burgers, bro. <laughs> pseudoscience. Oh, women women have to multitask. First of all, women are good at multitasking because society ex- expects it from them. Yeah, yeah. Second of all, <laughs> fucking cheating's not multitasking. I'm sorry. That's just some I don't shit. Think that's the same thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I will, I will say that, like, uh, immorality and, and just being kind aside, like the just logistics of cheating it sounds so exhausting to me. Just like same with polyamory, like just the logistics of dating and giving more than one person a relate, like an intimate relationship is so exhausting to and me. And more power to you. If you can do it, I, yeah, I, I, I I'm just I'm not, so in I'm just incapable of the energy it would take to maintain two relationships are you kidding yeah and all the lies if it's cheating like if you're actually gonna maintain like a house of lies that's gotta take a lot of brain power oh even uh, oh yeah not i'm not even including that too mj (laughs) just the whole house of lies part where you have to like keep constantly checking like what you lied about and what you said you just mean the emotional energy of spending time with someone just the emotional (laughs) and logistical like having like smiling and going yes oh that is difficult oh man i bet your boss is really oh yeah that gets on you there's part of you that you you put aside time in your day for your partners yeah you can give that support to them yeah but then you add on partners then you add on another one just like i can't handle more than one I couldn't imagine having that much energy for that. Maybe if I just stopped playing video games. Those people don't like play hours of video games, though. So I guess that's the difference, right? They just fuck and like (laughs) give people emotional support. Like that's all they do, right? And do romantic shit. I'm also, I'm romantic. I'm not that romantic. I can't be romantic 24-7, which again, I feel like you sort of have to, you have to be this like, you know, Smooth operator. Uh. You Ooh, definitely completely don't, especially like if you're in polyamory. But I do implore you if you've never checked out the show Polyamory Married and Dating <laughs> on Showtime, and it makes it is this reality show about po- like I know so many poly people, and they make out poly people to be like, they're all like this. They have their tribes, and they all have <laughs> sex with each other, and they all gonna look into each other's eyes and be like, I love you as they're having sex with all of their partners. And it is such an extreme not that even it's bad it's just very funny to watch i'm like i know plenty of bali people that aren't living in a yurt with (laughs) all of their partners having to have like communication sessions every other hour but you know what if you are again mazel but i got other shit to do (laughs) you know i i do have other things that i gotta do besides just communicate about my feelings like eating hot dogs and isn't that more important my triglycerides are high yes but my smiling is even higher (laughs) i feel like we planted a seed and we should follow through people are like what are the what are the cities cities that people are cheating in the most so why don't we read off the top 10 i'll just and then we can talk about it so starting from number 10 uh tampa florida yeah same same yeah oh you get three by the way florida you get three three in the top 10 florida including the number one and number two spot by the way we'll get there St. Paul, Minnesota. Okay. St. Louis, Missouri. Boise, Idaho. How do you feel about it? St. Paul. Two of the Twin Cities. Both Both Twin Cities are on there. St. Paul and Minneapolis. Everybody's cheating. Yeah, man. Minneapolis. There are a bunch of pent up Lutherans over there. I didn't realize. (laughs) Cincinnati, Ohio at the number five spot. Okay. The number four spot is Atlanta, Georgia. 
Then the final stretch, no shocker here, Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, I mean, uh, hold Orlando, in. Florida, because you know what? You go with the family to Disney World by day, and then at night you are getting your dick blown <laughs> the fuck off. Dude, you ever party at UCF? UCF has, the I think, most of the drugs in Florida uh-huh. are all in UCF yeah. and the surrounding area. Yes. That is where we would get all of our craziest drugs. They're I still like raving. Do, yes, and I, I watch people do things that, I shouldn't have seen yeah. in Orlando, Florida, <laughs> and it makes me scared of it, but in like also like in a fun way. And then number one, drum roll, please. <laughs> Miami, Florida. Miami. Bienvenido a Miami. Welcome <laughs> to Miami. Yeah, baby. My initial thought was Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm going to assume Miami, Florida as well, or, or I'm pretty sure, you know, there's a lot more sex work in those places, but but actually this is based on the It's app, based on right? the app. So I don't actually, even know if that Miami actually drives that. Miami is very conservative outside of the way that it looks. Okay. It, it is a fairly, like, it's, it's a very wealthy place, and it is lots of fun. But I feel like there's lots of, like, strip clubs and stuff sure. in Miami too, right? And stuff like that. But it's not quite like Vegas. Yeah. I feel like it's maybe just the duplicitous nature of the Ashley Madison, of it's more for, like, I also know Miami is quite a transient town, so I feel like Ashley Madison is used in a lot of places of, like, all right, well, I'm here for business. Right. I'm going to go fuck somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, because people going to Vegas, man, I feel like so many dudes go to Vegas, like, with the intention to cheat. You know what I mean? Well, Holden, you're going there this weekend. How do you feel? <laughs> I am sewing my dick closed. Good for you. And her punching it every time I see anything that even at all arouses me. I love it. I actually, Lexi is forcing me to show her my blue balls <laughs> to make sure She's that like, I have them It better intact. be radiating through your whole body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like Miami and, and Las Vegas are just both, like, places you go for the weekend to cheat on your spouse you know that's just how the yes 100 orlando is a little bit of a weird one so maybe it is the drug culture that that is but i i surprises me i would have picked uh, new york la um you know chicago even well no everyone's just all like everyone's just too full of like bad food <laughs> to like cheat <laughs> They're just so, so exhausted full. from eating terrible for you food. It's so delicious, but so bad for you. Speaking of so full, it surprises me, and I hate to say this, it surprises me number 14 is buffalo. Yeah. You ever been to buffalo before? You eat like a like a beautiful queen when you're in buffalo. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't think I've ever felt sexy in buffalo. <laughs> but I think like Cincinnati... Buffalo, I'd even maybe throw the Twin Cities in. I think these are like boredom places. Uh, yeah. And these are like boredom. And Buffalo and the cheating. Twin Cities both make, both make me think about winter. Yeah. It's like you're endless. I don't think that's the transient, like I'm going to Miami to cheat with somebody thing. It's like I am in a place where winter lasts for like seven to eight months and it's very dark and I'm very sad. And so therefore I must cheat. Hey, number 15, Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> when in Alaska. <laughs> You know, actually, and I see Hawaii's on this map, but obviously none of the cities are in Hawaii. I'm kind of surprised Hawaii wouldn't maybe be 
because it's such a vacay place, so you know what I mean? But, but again, it's kind of a family vacay place. That's the though, thing. You're there, you're staying with your whole family in the hotel. But Orlando, dude, Orlando, Orlando. you're going to Epcot by day and you are fucking getting cocaine snorted out of your asshole while you're <laughs> Eiffel Towering. What some a poor night. woman. What a night. Some lady dressed like Snow White. You know what I mean? That's why they do the cocaine <laughs> off oh, of her. Oh, man. Don't even get me started on those under tunnels. You oh, know how many people goodness. I knew that worked at Disney? Oh, baby. Oh, they got some times under those tunnels, but no one's allowed to talk about it. Did you hear about that dock that got shut down that was like someone was doing like a dock on, in secret? And once Disney found out, they shut it the fuck down. Oh, yeah. They are course. not allowed to talk about that stuff. Of course. Yeah. There's tunnels underneath, man. I love it. It goes to all of the different parks. I love it. happens down there? That's so great. Oh, I bet so many fuck parties yeah, go on down there. <laughs> all, and I love I love to imagine they're all dressed up like princesses and, and mascots. It's like a chipmunk fucking sleeping beauty. No, really what it is is that they've been sweating so hard that they have like they can scrape the sweat off of them so they're not wearing a whole lot. Right. Uh, it's more of that idea. Yeah, because yeah. you don't want to fuck in the costume. The costumes are so disgusting. Right, right. It's like Catwoman like at the end of Batman Returns. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's like just uh, the smeared makeup and the ripped off like leather costume and everything. Man, I wanted to have sex with Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't? And man, I want to do a conspiracy theory. Uh-oh. Do you believe it? Are Hugh Grant and Elizabeth Hurley the prototype British robots? Whoa. Is this because of the Olympics? Maybe. No, I don't even think it is, but uh, this is one of those fan theories, Okay, um, and I kind of like this. Uh, prototype British acting robots, I should say, is the full title of the subject line of the email. This one comes in from Rachel, who says, Dear people of page seven, I began playing around with this theory after watching Bedazzled and Notting Hill as a double feature, which weird choice. No, <laughs> what do you mean weird choice? Perfect choice. I completely support this choice. Well, I have a weird relationship with Bedazzled. That was one, that was one of those, uh, I, I feel like I taught... But that was one of those jerk off movies. For yeah, me. of course. That was Elizabeth Hurley. It's like not a good comedy. And so all, also what's his name is just like in a lot of my masturbation Brendan experiences. Fraser. Brendan Fraser's just weirdly there for a lot of my jerk off sessions in this time of my life. Get in line, bro. I get it. Elizabeth Hurley is constantly doing these like costume changes and she's always like a seductress because she's the devil. So there's like literally a schoolgirl scene it's like her in like lingerie i mean it was literally just like the movie was so useless but like her it was like my i you know it was i had the tv vcr in my room this is high school days and i would just rewind to certain scenes and just let let the good times roll (laughs) now they also were together for a really long time oh wow this would make sense of part of the theory is that if they were both born together or created together then they would be released as a couple quote unquote this is it yeah you're way ahead of the game, Jackies. I'm sorry I got hung up on my jerking off to that movie. That's okay. I just am really, I'm, I am <laughs> want to equally have sex with both of them, even though Hugh Grant, I think, is ba- Badman. Is he a He's bad- a Badman. I forget that it was in that time period where it's like, I know that he was having sex with a sex worker, but I think that it was bad, if I remember Yeah, right. That, right. It's one of those things like, was it bad because it was the 90s and they shamed sex workers? And then right. they shamed Shaming sex workers for some work fucking reason? Or was he actually a Badman? I'm going to quickly look this up while you're looking at this, because now I have to know gotcha. or else my brain won't stop. While watching these two films back to back I was struck by Hugh and Lizzie's voices being nearly identical in cadence accent and tenor 
That's true. And and Elizabeth Hurley has a weird bassy voice. She's so fucking hot. She's so hot. Dude. dude, do you follow her on Instagram too? She still has it. She is always posting like her in bikini pictures like from t- today. Mm. She looks amazing. She does not look whatever her age is. Uh, they also shared similar expressions of charm and mannerisms as if they were mimicking one another. Upon further research, I found that Hugh and Lizzie dated for 13 years, beginning in 1987 and ending in 2000. An ample amount of time for two robots to live in a, quote, small flat and teach each other how to charm speak. I'm sure Y2K has something to do with their upgrading, but I'm not tech savvy enough to fully understand. We were warned about this robot conspiracy during the Austin Powers franchise. Who could forget Lizzie's iconic character, Vanessa Kensington from Austin Powers? Oh, I remember another one of those kind of healthy, meaty masturbation uh, comedies. Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. Of course she was Austin's charming, intelligent, and witty beau slash partner. But in Austin Powers The Spy Who Shagged Me, another, by the way, juicer Heather Graham please oh, yeah. it was revealed she had been a robot all along Austin realized it was important to trust only American women after being betrayed by the filthy Brits and stuck with Heather Graham and one Miss Beyonce Knowles yes Austin the character's homeland was also Britain but the actor Mike Myers an American in disguise his, was warning us the British are coming I don't know about that paragraph Rachel but let's just move on. And really, you ask, what does it even matter that two British robots are wandering around Hollywood? Well, I'll tell you. Today, there are not merely two British robots wandering around Hollywood. There are hundreds. <gasps> Another great British perfected uh, the acting ro- robots with the prototypes, Elizabeth Hurley and Hugh Grant. They began manufacturing many different types of robots to enter the Hollywood game to gain access to the deep well of American entertainment spending money. So while Jackie asks... Why is everyone British these days? I have one answer for you. Robots. To take your money. Whoa. Thanks for all the shows. Hope things are well for you all, Rachel L. They're not, Rachel, but oh, wow. whatever. <laughs> but also, Rachel, I do want you to know, thank you so much, and I think that I do believe in this, but um, yes, it was. it did just happen to be um, the bullshit a mid 90s that the sex worker was 23 years old there was legitimately just because it was a quote lewd conduct and he was arrested for it I just before I spoke to was like oh no is he actually really bad no but he it's ch- a the whole thing was we call that a peewee Herman yeah yes. yeah and it was, that we put it in our minds that he's bad yeah when he's not bad he he uh he paid money to a sex worker both consented, but he was in a relationship at the time with Elizabeth Hurley, which is part of the reason why the tabloids were like, how could you cheat on Elizabeth Hurley? I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah, just what are you going to fucking say? Well, that's one of the, uh, another weird holdover from the 90s. It yeah. was like, oh, you only cheat on people if your wife sucks. No, you know, it's like such a stupid way to talk about cheating. Like, or yeah, your wife can be so hot that you wouldn't cheat on her. It's yeah. like, that's just not how it cheating also works. It also implies that as the, like, if you're the woman and you don't want your husband to cheat on you, it's like, if you're just hot enough, yeah. then he won't cheat on you. And it's like, no, or also that that's all so you, interesting. All you need to be is hot and literally do nothing else and you, your husband will never cheat on yeah. you. That's another, like, funny conception, right? Like, uh, but I'm sure if, you know, it's like, well... Was she emotionally fulfilling? Who knows? You know, or, or right, did they have right, like a, right. you know what I mean? Like, was there, you know, did they talk? Did they communicate? But in 95, that wasn't the conversation. Yeah. None of that was the conversation in 95. It was just, ooh, O.J. Simpson. Uh, yeah, 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 it was just all that. But it's funny because we talk about cancel culture now, but if that's really all that Hugh Grant was canceled for, right. and he was canceled for something that was not 
again, it, it was an interpersonal wrong to Elizabeth Hurley, oh, but sure. it's not like we, people don't need to be canceled for interpersonal wrongs. They need to be canceled when they do things that are abusive. Because they're a robot. Or, or when they're robots. They're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Jackie believes. I believe. MJ. Isn't there a thing where British people, I'm about to step out um, uh, and do it. Isn't ooh, there? A, I like this, MJ. Like the BB, people talk about like the BBC voice, right? I And I assumed that there's a thing where British people all just like strive to a standard or that they're, that they're the way that they talk about accents in uh, amongst British people is like, there's this kind. It's very classist. Yeah, yeah there's like the posh. You, you can talk like uh-huh. you're posh or you can talk like you're poor. Or you can talk like, and so I just thought that I assumed that the way that they both talked the exact same was just a way that British people all learn to say certain words the same they're way. they're both rich. I will yeah, say yeah, as someone rich that, British right. I had to take classes to lose my accent if I wanted to do VO or audiobooks, so I took classes to actually take my accent away. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that it is, weirdly enough, something that is an international thing of you have to sound like this There's a to standard. get across it like, oh, Jackie Zabrowski, that's an every woman sound. Mm-hmm. She's not necessarily from New York. She's not necessarily from Florida. She sounds like someone that could be from anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I, I assume, but I also don't know because I'm not British, that that could be the case as well of like, well, if I sound like I'm from a different place, I can definitely move myself up in a different way and and like and portray myself in a different way because then you see i love adele even more because i love it when adele speaks and you're like damn girl yeah hell yeah and you're like excuse me what did you just say and i love it yeah like, super I just nanny didn't too expect it. yes yes yeah. exactly because you're just because they're so put together yeah and as americans like i don't know the differences in the different accents but we do know it enough in the same way that i hear reverse of like you can tell when someone is you hear the southern united states or Southern American accent, and you immediately judge them for their own particular ways. Right, right, right. Holden, North Carolina. Hey, yo, coke night. Uh-oh, yeah. coke on your coke. But I like a Southern, pleasant Southern accent. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> What nice. is that, Holden? Come on down into my basement, little boy. Hey. Well, that is very, very scary. <laughs> <and> very scary. <laughs> anyway, they're both robots. I believe they're both robots. <laughs> See, I, I believe it get too. To, we didn't get to get into the robots that are at the Olympics. I know that we're all going to see them. I'm so fucking into these goddamn robots, bro. I'm so scared of these robots. Bro. No, they're awesome and they're like very anime. I was already into the design of the mascot. I was like, that's so anime. I love it. And then they made robots out of it, and now I'm like they way robots, into bro. it. They they're like little chibi. Cutesy. I love that Japan should always host the Olympics. This is always going to be fun, cool shit like this. Like, you don't get this in Russia or whatever. I guess they don't do it in Russia, right? No, they, they killed all the dogs. They killed all the dogs they and they ate all, all the, the steroids. <laughs> I can't believe it. But, you know, you don't get that kind of fun stuff anywhere else. You get that in Tokyo. You get little fucking anime robots. So cool, and their eyes change. There's going to be robots everywhere. I love it, it. it at the at the Tokyo I Olympics, which are starting so soon. And uh, we didn't get into Shikari, who just man, all the shit about <sighs> smoking weed, which yeah, and that really fucking sucks, and it's definitely not a uh, sports enhancer by any means. But she hates Lil Nas X. Yeah, it seems kind of homophobic. It's and... hard that she hates Lil Nas X because it's still uh, what happened to her is a is absolutely egregious. Disgusting. It's ridiculous. Uh, 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 her mom just fucking died. Shut the fuck up, Olympics. It's Come on, such a racist run. rule. Yes, in fact. I mean, it's, in the same way, it's like, if you're smoking weed and you can still win those fucking races at track, good on ya! Yeah, good it's on always ya. so annoying when we all acknowledge, like, 
this fucking issue isn't going to be here in literally like, definitely in like a decade, right? I mean, it's just going to be legal everywhere. So it's just so annoying to see like, oh, I already see the future and it's, this is not going to matter then, but because we're just in this dumb pocket of time, you're still testing for weed. Egregious. Even offices don't test for weed anymore, bro. Just to get like a job at like Blockbuster. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. Get a job at like, 21 and up. What a people forever. 21 young, and right? up. <laughs> forever 21. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't yeah, have to no take a piss up. test yeah, yeah. For, for fucking weed. Like, are you kidding? Like, they want you to show up high. You do, you're more focused on your shitty job that you have to yeah, do. Yeah, and then I want to be there. Let the woman run. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. By the way, I fucking smoke weed before I go on a jog every time, and I love it, and it's the best. Yeah, because you actually can like lose yourself in it. Yeah, weed you just is so like, great lose for it. working out. I do it. I I smoke weed before I do yoga. I smoke weed. It's like it gets you at least it like it shuts my brain off to the outside world. But we're not going to get into that right now. Yeah, because right now we got to get into shout outs. Shout, shout, let it all out. Okay. These are the emails that you wrote in about. Come on. We'll read them to you. Come on. Uh-oh, we are in cancer country, everybody. What? Turn the car go. around. What are you talking <laughs> about? It's the birthdays. It's the astrological Oh, sign. I thought you were about to read somebody's like battle with cancer email, and that was how you were Uh-oh. introing it. Watch out. Hot, hot <laughs> chemo coming I literally through. thought you were going to be like, it's cancer time, everybody. Um, George is has stage three. <laughs> Astrologically, you bastard. <laughs> Turn the car around. Uh, Oh, um, so I love this. So a couple of weeks ago, I had put out a shout out of someone that was looking for um, looking for love. And this person is looking for something, a little bit of love and a little bit of work. Pauline wrote in and said, my sister is moving to a new apartment in L.A. on July 14th. And we are both poor and we don't have any money or male companionship. I can't speak for her, but as far as my male friends go, they got girlfriends and disappeared. So either I'm so gosh darn threatening or I have shitty male friends. Anywho, was wondering if you could ask me a shout out on page seven for some male assistance slash muscle for us on the moving day. (laughs) The men's would come running to aid a couple damsels in distress, right? Regardless, you're wonderful, but also I'm willing to accept help from anyone that looks a little bit like 
Joe Manganello. So if you look like Joe Manganello, <laughs> hit us up at Page 7 Podcast and you want to help two young women who are in need of help moving. Um, I just thought it was such a funny thing to write in about that I've always had dudes like, oh, I mean, Holden, how many times have you moved me from apartment to apartment? Uh-huh. And it, like, how, and it's like you give them pizza and beer and we are now finally at the age where that wouldn't be enough. I could never <laughs> imagine. I always talk about how like, and maybe it's just putting the word out like, there's got to be some other way to get people back for helping you move because the whole part where you're like, we're going to have this pizza party after <laughs> is so not true. There's nowhere to sit. Forgive me if you've heard this part. There's nowhere to sit. So you're all sitting on the floor. You're all fucking exhausted. If you're you're in New York, you might not even have an air conditioner set up. No. So you're, it's, you're just sweating your ass off in this uncomfortable space. You guys moved me up eight flights of stairs oh. in July once. I'll never forget that. <laughs> and then a lot of times the person is also so exhausted. They're like, I didn't even Order get beer. Pizza. I don't know what to do. And you just leave without any of it. But if they do supply it, everyone there just wants to leave. And, and the worst part is the person you just moved in wants you out of there because they're looking around like now I have to organize all this shit and like turn this into an apartment so even they are like okay enjoy your no, fucking pizza no. get the fuck out of my plate you know what I mean <laughs> so it's like maybe like to throw everybody a pizza party like later that night yeah, or like or the next the day, next day yes. uh, <laughs> that's buy everybody around but the part where we're all gonna have a fun hangout in your not apartment after a big move is a fallacy. It never happens. So it's like either maybe consider hiring people because honestly, it's a really hard fucking work and it doesn't even matter if you have like twice the people. It's f- hard but to I do get this. It. They're youngs though. We in your 20s though, I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. 20s. It works in your 20s. It just doesn't work in your It's 30s. fine in your 20s. That's Everybody chips in and goes out on page seven. So hit us up. Write Pauline in the subject line if you are in LA and can help them move on July 14th. <laughs> Please help them move. And, and then also just consider maybe saying, and then... You know, tomorrow we're going to meet at this bar and I'm buying you at least one round. Yeah, that's and then at this friends. bar after we've all had a chance to shower yeah. and that's a good not, idea. you know, and put the couch where it needs to be. And <laughs> you know what I, I mean? That's it. the glow up of helping you move. Yeah, it's the next day bar rather than the same day six pack on the floor. Exactly. On the floor. It's just never good. Like it's never an enjoyable six pack. <laughs> it just doesn't, no one feels oh, good no, about it. Oh, no, but there's no refrigerator holding, so it's nice and hot beer and honestly it's so funny how it always happens they're always just because they're rightfully so they're exhausted they just moved their entire apartment yeah they've been boxing things up and all this stuff before hopefully fucking hopefully before you got there so they've been doing working so long and so they're usually just like i guess we gotta get beer I, i've been working so hard and you're just like yeah no one wants this just go it's fine we're just not gonna you know what i mean yeah we're just not gonna be fulfilled in any way from doing this but hopefully there'll be plenty of cold beers at amanda's 25th birthday on july 10th amanda your best friend katie wrote in and let us know that amanda has been katie's friend for 17 years she said she's the funniest craziest most trustworthy and down-to-earth person I know she always follows her dreams and gets shit done while maintaining the fun and bubbly persona that she's known for. I love her and feel so lucky to have been her friend throughout the years. And I want to send you a whatever. Holden, can you give her a whatever? Whatever, bro. bro. (laughs) And the birthdays just keep 
coming. Because beautiful Megan's birthday is on July 8th. Your friend Allison wants to send you so much love for your birthday. And she says that you and your wife are the best and that she's someone who makes me not feel different for any of my mental health issues slash ticks. Even though Allison is immunocompromised and couldn't see anybody during the Demi, you still made her feel included and not alone. She also says that you're obsessed with and truly are Miss Piggy. So Holden, could you give us a Miss Piggy impersonation towards the birthday girl? Oh, Megan! Oh, <laughs> oh my God, Miss Piggy's here. Oh, Megan! Oh, oh, I'm I'm grabbing my genitals, Megan. I'm hurting myself. I'm hurting my genitals, Megan, for you. Happy birthday! Oh, I don't know if that's what Miss Piggy sounds like, but I like the interpretation. You know, you my genitals are ravaged. It. It's your birthday, <laughs> and we don't. We already up top. We already sang Faith for Maraid and Chloe's thirtieth twin birthday, dude. This is insane, though. So Chloe, the twin of Maraid, is trapped in Vietnam because Chloe was detained in a Vietnamese COVID quarantine camp last year and that her sister was the first person to get in contact with our embassy and British politicians to try and get her out. She says she's incredibly capable and persistent and her rage on my behalf gave me power. Isn't that insane? Wow. Happy birthday, Maraid and Chloe. That's why you guys both deserve the top song of it. That's absolutely insane. Um, I will say it makes me think of Broke Down Palace, but I think that that is just me wanting to rewatch the movie Broke Down Palace because it has nothing to do with it because I think that you chose to be there in the first place. Yeah, I would say uh, Broke Down Palace and Brokeback Mountain is a really good uh, double feature. Man, I do love them both in very, very different ways. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Jenny, who was just in a hit-and-run motorcycle accident. We love you, and I hope your foot feels better as quickly as possible. And I wrote this down earlier. Who needs a pinky toe when you can eye-fuck every nurse and say, wanna rub my foot for good luck? Yeah, Jenny, I wrote that pickup line for your foot just for you. <laughs> and please use it at, at your will. And one last shout-out goes in to Nikki and her boyfriend from Your Best Friend Hannah, because Nikki and her boyfriend were seriously injured in a head-on collision earlier this week, and they both survived. Ew. They are seriously injured, but they made it fucking through. Hannah says you are an incredibly kind, smart, and hilarious person who's in the middle of grad school to become the coolest therapist ever. We need you to pull through, Nikki. We love you. Keep on keeping on. You survived. Take the take life by the diapy. <laughs> Oh, and spray this shit everywhere. <laughs> and we love you guys so much. And thank you. I'm happy that you survived. And thank you for your shout outs. And thank you for writing in. You can send all the rest of your shout outs. Or just like saying hi. Or blind items. Or conspiracy theories. Please. Whatever you want. Over to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is seven the number. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah I stuck out my tongue like a little diapy girl. I just didn't think about diapies, I guess, lately. Well, you know what? I got diapies on the brain. A lot of diapy talk today. Yeah, I've been diapy. thinking about numbered items in order that are read off in a certain way. What does that mean? The is list? it a list? <laughs> <laughs> You genuinely oh. confused me for a second. <laughs> I was like, okay, what? Oh, do we need to talk about this? Or are you talking? Do you want to like, get into the strategies of risk? Right I now? have OCD. <laughs> 
when it comes to numbered items in order that All right, well, let's get through this. Let's talk about where it came from. Let's talk about your life. But also, we need to do the list. Oh, who's on the list? Jackie, gotta have that list. It is bonkers ways famous creators made iconic works. Does it sound general? Yes, but it does include a lot of weird things. Like that John Hughes wrote the first draft of Home Alone in nine days. Now, Holden, correct me if I'm wrong. Did you guys, you guys did a Home Alone episode over on The Wizard and the Bruiser, right? Uh, Yes, we did a Home Alone episode on Wizard and the Bruiser, absolutely. I know that, I mean, obviously that was Every you know, single time, ago. exactly. Every single time I finish an episode, it is like taking a Why test in high head? school. <laughs> None of it is really recollected whatsoever. Completely understandable. <laughs> but apparently, he wrote 44 pages in eight hours on the last day of putting together the script of Home Alone, and at the time he wrote in his journal that he was worried he's not working fast enough on the script. John Hughes is just a fucking beast, though, of getting shit done. Love it. And now, speaking of Lin-Manuel Miranda, I feel like Holden was just talking about him um, on his stream yesterday, wrote some of Hamilton while watching tennis matches. Oh, tennis has a rhythmic quality, so he can watch, say, the Wimbledon or the U.S. Open and work at the same time, watch them go back and forth and back and forth. There you go. That makes sense. Why it's, you hear the same rhythm in every musical. I did this impression on Talking TV. I'm going to do it for you guys right now. Hit I was us. watching in the Heights. I was watching the Heights and I was like, I get it now. Every I mean, it invigorates song. my soul. Even <laughs> you just doing it, I was like, "Yeah!" Insert yeah, lyrics yeah, here, baby. <laughs> I still I enjoyed in the Heights. I did enjoy Hamilton, but I'm starting to see a little bit of the old facade here. A little bit the, of the sheen coming off in the oh, approach. Yeah. Let's say, shall we? Nothing like I said. I enjoyed those musicals, and I enjoy Lin Manuel Miranda. But there's nothing funnier to me than someone who's especially really into rap music. Like, who hates it talking about it? Like, it makes me, it fills me with such joy. It's so (laughs) funny to me. Just the way that people hate Hamilton is like hilarious. Like I'll just sit and scream with laughter, and every now and then I'd be like, "I, I actually kind of like it." Yeah, but yeah, totally, man. <laughs> but I'm like, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely, dude. That's exactly how Hamilton. I feel about it. I'm like, I haven't even seen Hamilton, but I think it's really fun to see how much people love it, but also how much people hate it. Hate it, yeah. But but I agree. You know, Kellen had to say we were <laughs> had to spend a lot of time talking about it on my stream on Tuesday, but. Kellen was like, just let the musical theater people have Hamilton. Yeah. It's for them. It is not for rap aficionados. It is not for historians of <laughs> hip hop. No, it is for United style. States history. Or <laughs> United States history. It is for cheesy, you know, musical theater people that and are, I love and my let them have theater. it. Don't, yeah. even, don't get me wrong. And me too. Me too. I, I, I will watch I will watch Hamilton again. I'll right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking I'll it to it. you. Yeah, but will you do a bunch of blow cane and then write the strange case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Hell yes, because I will. R.L. Stevenson was prescribed cocaine for his tuberculosis. You oh, know. I the get good it. old days. You got it, man. You got to get up to get down, bro. And when he was high on coke, he churned out a 30,000-word draft of his story in three days. But his wife said it was utter nonsense and burned it. Stevenson then snorted some more coke and wrote it another 30,000 words in three days, which his wife 
approved of. Now that is, man, that's that's what being a partner is. I love it. You read it and so fuck you. Write it again. And he, and he snorts and he goes, Yes, mom. Yes, my yeah, angel. Exactly. Anything, my angel. Nowadays you'd be like, you're you're you know, you're emotionally hurting, bruising me. You know what I mean? And then and then it's like it wouldn't work. But yeah, that's why they got shit done back in the day. It's like, nah, dude, there's no therapy. It's just cocaine and fucking rejection. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you get. That's high all you on get. anymore. It's the only way I feel, which is I imagine how um, Mary Shelley probably felt when Frankenstein came to Mary Shelley in an opium dream as someone that um, I I dig it and I understand it. I could see how the idea of Frankenstein's monster could come to you in an opium dream. And apparently one night when she and her friends, including Lord Byron, I don't know who that is, but it's included in this, took a ton of drugs on a camping trip. Byron suggested they should all write ghost stories and tell them to each other the next night. Shelley had a weird dream about a revived corpse that night and wrote her story about that. Cool. And eventually she based Frankenstein on that story. I'm going to say big ups because I can't imagine writing stories when you're high as bulls on opium. Yeah, in the woods. That's yeah. the last thing you want to do. I want to be a puddle person. <laughs> that's great. That is fun. That's it. a fun story. I like that. Yeah. That's very cool. And also, I really didn't know that Ayn Rand wrote The Fountainhead uh. on meth. <laughs> she thought her publisher might drop her if she was too slow. So she took Benzedrine, an amphetamine that was legal back then, to write the whole thing in 12 months. Yeah, they all did this, by the way. And it's like, by because the classic story is Stephen King doesn't remember writing Cujo, but yeah, he did write the whole thing on a cocaine yeah. bender out of his mind. He literally has no recollection of writing that book. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were all fucking loaded when they were writing this stuff. It's Honestly, so, it just makes so me crazy. think of my ex, my ex's grandfather was a like a Grammy Award winning country artist and he used to say that he used to be prescribed they called them LA turnarounds oh. <laughs> which was essentially that like you could do a show in LA drive to Nashville do a show come back all while staying awake wow. while taking your LA turnarounds that's why they called him that but it's how so much of like music was written yeah. in the 60s and 70s because they would just fucking go and go and go and just like they're like we're making magic and then sometimes you listen back and you're like it's just like it's like well I guess it's good and last but not least has nothing to do with drugs Ferris Bueller's Day Off it actually just made me think of you Holden was filmed to the sounds of the Beatles White Album John Hughes who was a big Beatles fan listened to it every one of the 56 days of the Shoot, that's a lot. It's a lot. That's of so crazy to me. I, I'm the type of person I cannot do that kind of thing. Like listen to something over and over and over again like that. That would make me insane. But good for him. See, <laughs> I do that with specific art. Like I, I've been doing this. I haven't done this honestly in a while, and I feel like it's one of those cycles I get into. I've been doing it with the Olivia Rodrigo album, and I've been listening to it too much. Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't Me done too. this since Lord's Melodrama. That was the last time I've listened to an album. Over and over yeah. and over again in a long time. But it's kind of nice when those come in. I actually have to hold myself back. I'm like, choose a different album That's for this car ride. Because like I don't want to ruin it. But I'm doing the exact same thing with Sour, Jackie, by the way. I like it's such an infectious, earwormy, great pop album. But I, I'm not so I'm always like just want to lean on that. I'm like, all right, what do I want to throw on? I should probably just you're right, Spotify. I should probably just throw on Olivia Rodrigo. And I'm like, no, no, no. What, 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 like, you know, now I'm trying to dip back into the well. I threw on like Rilo Kylie the other day. I threw Ooh, on like, which album? Because I'm like, um, uh, uh, More adventurous? Oh, 
More no 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 the one before more adventurous uh, the execution of all things yes, isn't that yeah, what it's called yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that album and uh, and because I realized I was like oh my god there's all these car albums that I didn't have a car for there's all these like all this music I want to hear I threw on Block Party the, the other day as well and I was just like yeah I was like you know dancing around the car to Block Party and I was like oh, I never got to do this because I didn't have a car when Block like Block Party was popular oh my god so, anyway. and if you check out my the my Jacob playlist. Ugh. That I Please. made for the character from Twilight. It is why I, though, I did listen to all of Giving Up, the Postal Service album, uh, while I was driving the other day. I was like, I need to yes. love that album. And That's I, great. <laughs> I love that album. <laughs> they might be putting out a new one soon, by the way, but it doesn't matter because, uh, or to me, because... You know, or it does matter to me because I'm I'm starting not to be able to see, but I can still hear. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Ah, oh, we, we can't, can't see them. We got a couple for you today. I actually had three, but I cut the one because we're running over. I and, get it. Um, I just yappy yappy yap. It's all good. I just uh, th- blind items is convinced that Olivia Munn and uh, what's his name are in a beard like fake pay Harry for Styles? Why? No, no, the other one. Oh. Johnny Comic. Johnny, John Mulaney? Mr. John. Oh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm that sorry. That they're in I like apologize. a pay to play relationship. Yeah, yeah. But they went out like to a, lunch in LA I, last week. I don't. Day. It's it's so, but yeah, and that was paid for <gasps> so that they can get the that, the one celebrity they were smiling. They got a free lunch. I'm <laughs> smiling when I get a free lunch. There's no such thing as a free lunch, Jackie, oh and you should have learned that first thing in economics class. Okay. I invited me to be you cry. <laughs> uh, here's the first blind item for you guys. This, this is interesting. Considering the longtime hate and animosity between this A-list former tweener turned A-list adult singer and this always troubled A-list singer who was also a, on television as a youngster. They're both used to be tweener A-list and now they're adult singer A-list. The, the new pairing of the troubled singer is shocking. Is also a guaranteed attention grabber. I know, I know, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. You know it? it? Demi Lovato and Noah Cyrus. Yeah, so Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato have always been at odds, and lately Demi Lovato was uh, photographed holding hands with Noah Cyrus, her sister, uh, and it is kind of an interesting, like... Well, also Demi Lovato and Noah Cyrus have, uh, I don't know if they've got a song together. They did a song, yeah, yeah. but it is, it's, but this has been, I didn't, you know, in the same way I included the Zendaya and Tom Holland thing. Yeah. And I feel like there's something They're that yeah, I know we They're work so quote cute. unquote in celebrity gossip, but there's part of it that does make, that yucks my yum of like Demi Lovato and Noah Cyrus were like holding hands at what, I think they were at like Six Flags or something. And everyone's like, are they <laughs> right. sex? We're like, well. I think in this case, it's less interesting to me, Tom Holland and Zendaya. It's like, whatever, there's two kids having fun. But also, did you see those pictures, the smiles? They were they so look like happy. They're I didn't want to look at the love. pictures. I was yeah. like, look at them being yeah. happy. They're they young. They look great. They look great. But this is more interesting because like Demi Lovato, I guess, is, have you guys known about this? I guess has been at, at odds with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, for they like, at, they, they've never liked each other, I don't think. Well, also, I think so that's the, crazy. I think it's the Disney thing of growing up around each other and both of them and like, and they both went such similar and yet very differently done paths yeah. that uh-huh. I think that it does automatically. And I wonder if it is the two of them or if it is. The media pinning them against each other. Which... I don't know, but I think that's kind of fun. And then she's going to get with the sister. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. And work with the sister. I think that's kind of interesting. A little. Oh, 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 oh. 
It's like a cat bird. I was going catty, but now it's also like a bird. <laughs> all right. Second and last blind gets you every time. This is a bit of an olive branch blind from me. Wow. Holden McNeely. Yes. This time, the split between the A-plus list singer and her controversial manager seems more permanent. She hasn't been happy with him for some time. She refused to contribute to a project praising him, too. Ariana and it's Grande? an olive... Yes. And Dr. Luke? No, she didn't work with Dr. Luke. Who, Who did she work with? My favorite woman's nemesis. Oh, Scooter Braun. Yes. I get How them confused. They're both bad men, and I apologize, but I get the confused. <laughs> uh, Dr. Luke, technically, from the sounds of it, way worse than Scooter Braun, but Scooter Braun also, also kind of sucks. a piece of shit. Yes, he sucks. Yeah, apparently he had some like profile in Variety, and she didn't contribute to it. Um, and that she's just been dissing, dissing herself, which is good because, honestly, I threw on the... Um, her uh, live concert on Netflix and like in the very beginning there's different people like talking about how great she is and like they cut to Scooter Braun and I'm just like this is so jarring to see this fucking guy who's like so publicly uh, this like asshole producer that's like so up to no good like in this documentary trying to make me like Ariana Grande I'm like this is not helping the case guys so it is good I'm glad that she's at least this is so classically like you're the villain in my story with her going to Scooter, being represented by Scooter Braun after all this. So I do at least like that Ariana is taking steps to become a decent person. So Ariana, thank you for that. But also, how did you feel that Holden, now you guys can't see Holden right now, but he's got a really great haircut. Yeah. How do you feel that Ariana, Ariana Grande well. also cut off her signature pony this week? You know what? Again, I want to say you copy everything I do and you want to be me, but sometimes <laughs> it's flattering. Like, isn't that flattering a little bit? I think it's nice that you put on her documentary. I think that's a little personal olive branch you did for her. I'm telling you, dude. I'm trying. I I threw it on. Um, I had to watch it in segments, let's just say. (laughs) You had to take a break. Had to take breaks, but uh, I did get through it. And she's a great performer. I understand. Not all of us can plow through like a Joey Chestnut, you know? She's hilariously like the opposite of T-Swift. Like, her whole deal is like her dancing and like the the actual technical aspect of her singing. Like it is literally the opposite of like what T-Swift does, which is like singer-songwriter, you know, I can play these instruments on stage, like, and then, but also does dancing and stuff, but obviously she's never been known for that, even though I think she is a great dancer. Uh, I, we always talk about how she hand, she does hand dancing. She does dancing. a lot of hand She's dancing. always very, <laughs> with the hands, with her hand dancing. Anyways, that's all for me. I can see you again. Congratulations. We did it. We did it. We did it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And don't forget, very important, to sign up for the petition that Heinz has started <laughs> full number of hot dogs and buns in the packages because this is this is the groundbreaking stuff that we need here uh, on page seven. And I feel strong. I feel like I'm giving back to the community. And um, hit me up with any content that you have of me and hot dogs because if I don't win, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. I need a win. Guys, it's July, and I need a fucking win. Is this too? Am I pulling back the veil too much? I love you guys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Jackie Zabrowski, and um, you can totally check me out over on twitch.tv forward slash oh no, it's Jackie, where I do a sex show, and I do a fashion show on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you can watch the back episodes on my Twitch channel, but I also do other Twitchy things and most of the time it's with Holden. Holden? Yeah, dude. Holdenator's Ho. Check us out. Jacking with the Holdies. Jacking uh, with the Holdies. We rebrand on Friday. Uh, we usually do 
it Friday, but we're not doing it this Friday because I'm going to Vegas, baby. But uh, either way, uh, catch us normally on that Monday, Tuesday, Fridays. And yes, thanks again. I'm going to plug the email one more time. Page 7 podcast at gmail.com. Page the number 7 podcast at gmail.com because I really do use that every single week now and it's so helpful. And thank you so much, guys. Love the kind words as well. You guys are the best. Thank- we have the best listeners ever. You know we, we do. do. And are you done, Holden? I am quite done, MJ. Well, good. Because <laughs> I'm MJ and I'm MJKLCAT <laughs> on Instagram. And they want it. Wanted. All right. I guess she's wanted dead. Am I right? She's Put dead. Put me into a coffin. <laughs> I love you guys. Talk to you guys next week. Bye, Bye everybody. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.